0: shut the door (laughs) fucks sake (laughs) what yeah head use head right downstairs shut the door go just go if you're gonna go how rude closing the door like two frames per second
1: Why what? <laughs> I got him fast. <laughs> Dean. Carl <laughs> That sounds odd. Sounds odd. You caught me off guard. I'm um, you ruined the whole thing now. <laughs> you wasn't prepared for this, was you? No. Um this is oh what, week 13? 13. thirteen? Thirteen. One three. Lucky thirteen. Uh, Lucky thirteen. What are we talking about this week? Oh um I'm defecting to China. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, what why? Why are you going to China? And why is it gonna take three weeks? 'Cause you're going for three weeks, aren't you?
0: Uh yeah, yeah, I'm going for three weeks. So I am going tomorrow night to flight ten thirty PM. So that's a really late flight. So I'll probably sleep through most of it. And then I'll arrive and it'll be late afternoon and I'll hmm. be wide awake until stupid o'clock. So that'll be fun. Um, yeah, why am I going? It's because it's Chinese New Year. I've never had Chinese New Year in China before. Okay. And uh, one of my best friends is Chinese and he's going back to see his family <coughs> and he's invited uh, me along to join him. Cool. And um, there's a few other places I'm going to try and visit as well while I'm
1: there. So, what kind of thing goes on uh, for during Chinese New Year in China? I'm kind of expecting a shit ton of fireworks. Mm.
0: Probably, Lots of yeah. Firecrackers, fireworks, and explosive things. Um, apparently, a lot of people like to spend it with their families. Like a lot of businesses and whatever just closes, and like the streets are empty, and everyone's. Not on the streets. so I guess they're just inside the house playing Jenga or something. I don't know. Um, mm. So it's going to be interesting. I've got no idea what to expect normally for English New Year's. Do they call Do they call New Year's, like Chinese New Year, New Year? Isn't and then, it the
1: Spring Festival.
0: Yes, this is Spring Festival. They're having it as well. I don't it think
1: it's... On. It's like Scotland, isn't it? They have Hogmanay. They don't really have New Year's Eve, but I guess they just call it New Year's Eve anyway. No, I don't know. Hmm. But um,
0: yeah, so I really don't know what to expect. It's going to be quite bizarre.
1: So I'm expecting. Have you been learning Mandarin? Been learning I've been, learning, to... Man- I've been learning Mandarin, okay. um, as well as trying to learn Japanese at the same time.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I knew a little bit of Mandarin from a few years ago because I went six years ago, so I learned a little bit before I went. Okay. Forgot most of it, and now I can hardly pronounce anything. So, I know some very bare basic conversation starters. Mm. Um, nothing really meaningful, but that'll probably change when I'm out there because I pick up languages quite easily when I'm immersed in them. Oh, get And you. My friend, yeah, my f- our friend's fluent, so. Polyglot. Polyglot. <laughs> <laughs> so, he, uh, yeah. So, um, my friend's wife, for example, she just speaks Chinese and Spanish. So, it's a nice conversation. Yeah, I speak Spanish quite well, so I can only speak to her in Spanish of very broken English because she doesn't really understand much. Donde? Donde? Hmm. Donde esta el vaca?
1: Hmm, me...
0: Where is the Where is the cow?
1: I can't remember what the words for my name is, but I was going to say La Rana discoteca. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: um, yeah, so... Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited because I love speaking foreign languages to people, and then the feeling when like they understand you—it just feels so good.
1: Cool. That's assuming they do understand you.
0: Yeah, when they don't, it's you just stay it louder and slower. Yeah, that way you pull your phone out and start, uh, start Google to do it for you. <laughs> yeah, talking of which, I had to get a VPN because China, Great Firewall of China, is yeah uh, restrictive when it comes to social networks i like to use and stuff like that mm, yeah that's a pain
1: so i guess on the topic of that uh the this show is probably going to change for the next couple of weeks what we've done being away i'm going to replace him with someone maybe a couple of people just like uh, they're cooler in general um <laughs> so, <laughs> i don't know who yet i have to make some friends first
0: yeah so this this episode we're kind of like a week behind or a week so this episode will go out next week when i would have been in china for roughly a week so this we got around about chinese new year sort of time i guess and then um it's two days away isn't it no it's the 28th okay 28th so go out next weekend probably and then you've got to do something for the week after so you got two weeks to plan prepare
1: and Upload something. I thought it was two days away because that's when the Overwatch Chinese New Year event starts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to completely miss out on that. You're not missing out on anything, mate. It's just some skins. Like, oh, that's a, that's something though. Uh, you've been playing Overwatch with me. Yeah, yeah, we played Overwatch together. So I loved of, it. Yeah, I did kind of want to talk to you about that. Like, sort of how you feel about it, and uh, you know, your experience, yeah, so... etc.
0: Uh, I jumped it I played it for about an hour during the open beta back in August time I think Mm. sometime in the summer yeah Uh, July August I don't know I played it for about an hour and it was alright just got a bit bored of it and it wasn't anything special to me and then I saw you were playing it and I thought okay I'm gonna buy it and play it so we jumped in together about last week and I had so much fun playing it and it was so cool playing with you and and it, I wasn't, like, constantly dying. I felt I was helping the team. And it's because
1: you had a pro boy on the team, just to throw yeah. that out there.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it reminded me of the good old days when, like, you'd slap a headset on and talk to people. Like, I was talking to you and it was telling you what was going on and it was very strategic at points. And I really liked that. And then you left and then a day later I tried playing on my own again and I didn't really enjoy that much. Um,
1: it's definitely better with...
0: It's people. better with people you know and yeah. people you can talk to, because I wouldn't want to talk to random
1: internet dudes. See, I don't mind going in solo and like just playing with strangers. doesn't bother me. Um, but it's definitely more fun when you've got someone on the other end of that headset, right? Like someone you know. Yeah, I'm going to need to grind up a little bit on there
0: and reach whatever level you need to get to so we can play competitive together. Uh, 25 Twenty-five, no. yeah. Shouldn't say that. I'm seven or eight at the moment, no. after a couple hours, so yeah. Cool. Won't take long. Very nice. But yeah. Really yeah. enjoyed it. Um so it's a first person shooter by Blizzard. It's like a team based objective game. It's, it's quite TF2 varied. by Blizzard. It's yeah, Blizzard's version of Team Fortress. Um pretty I mean, really well polished, does. a good mix of characters, yeah. And the one thing I like compared to TF2. Is everyone is on a level playing field? Like no one's got stats or weapons or hats or whatever that boosts certain characteristics.
1: Well, now hold on, because <laughs> the hats in Team Fortress don't give you any; they're just visual, right? And okay, the weapons I- are never like direct upgrades; they're always side grades. They just work a bit differently. Like the idea is that there's never one that's better than the other. Like they just function a bit differently they like allow for different play styles mm-hmm. um but i get what you mean like you see say for instance uh you're playing overwatch and you see a soldier 76 running towards you you know he's got a machine gun and he can fire like these little bombs and he can heal himself and he can sprint right like you exactly know what i
0: know doing. yeah you can know the characters easier rather than having to work out what weapons or buffs or dec- uh you know, uh, decreases they've got on their stats. So, I quite like that aspect of it, where everyone's playing off the same characters. And maybe they'll probably change that in the future, just to ver- random and vary things up a bit.
1: But I just, I don't see it happening. Like the, like if you, if they start giving choices of like weapon or choices of, like I don't know, I just don't see it being. I see it being really, really difficult to balance, right? Yeah, <laughs> because that's something oh, knocks yeah. onto everything else. Yeah, um, who knows? There's like, was it twenty twenty three classes already, plus some more coming or something? So, yeah, they're probably going to add more characters into the classes rather than. Yeah, yeah, I think that's. I think there's one coming soonish. I don't know. I don't really read that much about it. No, I don't. Yeah, I know absolutely nothing about it.
0: Yeah, I found out you could spray paint little tags on walls a few days ago.
1: Yeah, it's
0: a good one. That's fun. Team yeah, um,
1: Fortress as well.
0: <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, I should really should play that a bit more. I don't. have no idea what's going on with that. So you've been learning Japanese for a little bit. You've tried Johanna a Japanese audio course I recommended.
1: Yeah. Um, I was using. Um, <clears throat> I was using this website that was like. Uh, it's like an audio. Workbook, almost like you read. You kind of read like off off the web page, and then it plays a sound file, so you know like how that was all pronounced and stuff. Turns out that wasn't sort of the best way to go around it or go about it. <laughs> and uh, so you recommended me the Michelle. I think it's Michelle because it's the the male Michelle Thomas. Uh sort of Japanese foundation course. And it's working a lot better, I think. Like, I like that it's not just, like, this rigorous uh, course, you know? Like, it's kind of like a weird little conversation between three people, like, three of which are made up, and you're <laughs> the fourth or something. <laughs> but, like, she gives you all the little bits you need to make sentences and then sort of teaches you along the way how the sentences are formed rather than just being like here's how you say I want to buy this thing or like do you know what I mean Mm. like she's not just it's not like a a fucking audio phrase book like she's actually teaching you to form your own sentences and like I think the part I got to last was where she's starting to be like how you connect other sentences together and shit so
0: yeah yeah so you can say I like this but I want that, that kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it's a very... I, I really like the way it's structured in... It's very, like, real-worldy kind of use cases. And it starts you off with, like, very basic phrases, like, um, I eat, I drink, I drink this. And then you say, like, I eat sushi, I eat chips, or I eat pizza. Sushi o
1: tabemasu.
0: Sushi o tabemasu and then um and yeah it just builds on that and you take what you've learned before and then add more to it to learn how to do it it's like today i like sushi but tomorrow i like pizza or you know stuff like that so it's really cool way of learning um i've been doing it for a few months now and mm. i'm getting pretty confident with my japanese again because i did learn it i've learned through this course a year ago before i went to japan and it helped a lot just to um, very basic conversations like I'll have this please, I want that, or
1: I want that over there. I want that over
0: there.
1: Yeah. Are you say yeah. Hmm. What's your favourite word so far? Because mine's talkie-doki. Oh <laughs> When you've, you said it, I was like, No, you're joking, that's not real.
0: <laughs> you've you've stolen my favourite word, talkie-doki. Which is like sometimes. <laughs> Which, yeah, it's like talkie-dokie. Now, my favourite word or phrase that I've learnt recently is mendokusai. Okay. Which is like, oh, fuck it. Oh, nice. Like, you know, if if the if your dog poops on the floor, you're like, oh, mendokusai. <laughs> <laughs> fuck <Don't> my life. <laughs> dog, but I'll keep that in mind. Yeah, if your housemate poops on the floor then.
1: I mean, he's he does poop on the floor sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it it's been no it's been no um one of the things I don't like about this course and mm-hmm. it's a very minor thing it's uh, the 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 uh, the woman that's teaching it her examples are really weird <laughs> so she's like she wants to teach you the word ashta which is like tomorrow and she's like just imagine the the what was it with ash and tar or something, and like you're gonna make a road that goes to tomorrow. <laughs> it's like,
0: yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's really weird. Yeah, she builds these really like abstract uh, abstract pff,
1: thoughts to remember these words. The only one that works for me is the, the tabby mask because I remember eating a tablet because I was laughing when she said it. <laughs> I like, yes, I will eat a tablet, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Oh is it no, uh, uh, a a for drinking? She's like maybe when you go out drinking you'll nominate a driver. Nomi mass, nominate. <laughs> nominate. <laughs> I'm not yeah, gonna like, remember that. <laughs> no, I guess I did. You just did,
0: yeah. It proves that it does work. There is method behind the madness. And like Toki Doki, it sounds like the tick tock of a clock. Toki dokie.
1: Yeah, but I'm never gonna forget Toki Doki. <laughs> <laughs> as long as I live. <laughs> I was listening to it at work while I was just like going about doing whatever, and then like the people that work with me were laughing anyway, cause I'm walking about saying these nonsense words and stuff, and then I'm the other end of the shop just like fucking pissing myself laughing ducky ducky <laughs> 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 oh, I didn't believe her, but she wasn't lying <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah the, the weirdest thing I find about Chinese is the little. Marker words. Okay. Yeah, you know, like with the You mean I Japanese. Think, yeah, sorry, yeah, Japanese. Japanese. Yeah. Um it's the little marker words like do you know like the or in between
1: Yeah, see, that was also weird because she she taught it at the beginning as like oh It was part of the word. And then suddenly it's not, it's part of like it's like a marker and it's like well.
0: It's not old oh, kudasai! like kudasai is its own word and you put an or in front of it. Yeah. It's like sushi or Kudasana, like sushi is the like the topic that you, or the thing that you're referencing. Yeah, and then like later you you, you learn like so many of these words. Like um, to means with, so tomodachi to is with friends sushi or tabemas with friends I eat sushi for example, uh, and then like ni is to go to. So so it's like tomodachi to tokyo ni. Icky mouse with friends, I go to Tokyo.
1: So does Tomodachi life literally mean life with friends?
0: Yeah, friend life. So, yeah, so Tomodachi <laughs> is friends. And oh what's the? She said some really stupid thing to yeah, uh, you know, to remember Tomodachi. Oh God, was it Tomodachi? Like, oh, no, so like, imagine you got a friend named Tom, and his dad is Itchy or something stupid. <laughs> like that, I can't remember.
1: My so Tomodachi
0: my Tom that, is Itchy. Yeah, my Itchy is uh, every day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh shit i actually remembered that one because of my itchy knee as well was having See, it works that it works
0: you complain about it but it works my only complaint is um basically the setup is you've got this teacher these two students who are learning and you're basically the third student and then, there's like, and then a native speaker yeah. there's a native speaker who says stuff so who changes the, the teacher
1: on pronunciation every five minutes yeah <laughs> she does but no
0: I, th- I think um that the there's this female student who's like the female version of you who's also learning she's so sassy thank <laughs> you so much i at times
1: is she i haven't gotten to that bit because i was she's... i was watching the drama unfold she's slowly getting worse like she starts making mistakes that like i'm mistaken i mean that's the point right
0: <laughs> yeah it's good because like she makes a mistake you're Ha oh, you're stupid you're mistake. like that's good that you're recognising her mistakes.
1: Yeah, but that's then she, what she's there for. she also starts asking questions that I was kind of asking myself at the time, but obviously you've got no way to ask an audiobook a question. But then she was asking them, and I was like, oh, that's pretty sweet. Like, thank you, yeah. dumb lady, for asking my question. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on being yeah, dumb now.
0: It's it's very cool how relatable these people are, like how clever it's structured.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to her yeah. being sassy now.
0: Yeah, she gets a little bit sassy at times. Nice. Cool. Um, Nintendo is selling pirated software. <laughs> <laughs> Talking of <sass.
1: laughs> Uh So this all came out of a GDC talk, didn't it? Um, mm-hmm. So I guess backstory on this. Um, uh, I think it was maybe like the first NES emulator that was ever around. Mm-hmm. Found that... You can't just rip open a, a, a cartridge and steal the data off it, right? Because it's on two different chips. And like that makes it more difficult to run in like an emulated environment. Yeah. So it's so, two or
0: more chips, depending on the game. Some yeah. chips have more. Yeah.
1: So the games from that point on have like an extra little line of code added, I guess. Uh, which, you know, accounts for this sort of dual chip thing and makes it run well on an emulator. Uh, which, is quite, which is called an INES something line i can't remember it's
0: right. yeah so it's it's basically a header file which um the basic high level overview of uh, he- header file is it just tells whatever application what type of application what type of file it is what type of format it conforms to so this header file will say this conforms to the ines standard and then uh, the INS emulator will know exactly what to do with that file but if you give it um, a file like a Word document, it will see oh it's a it was a Word and the the file header will be like a Word doc. You'll say oh I have no idea what to do this because I'm not all, I'm not Microsoft Word. Cool. Uh, yeah, so that's basically what a header file is. So or, yeah.
1: Somebody went digging into the copy of Super Mario Brothers from the uh, I think it was from the Wii Store. I don't think it was even Wii U. I think it was the Wii Store. Yeah, yeah. Open it of a hex editor, and then there's one of these INES things there. Like, that there shouldn't be, really, ever. Because why (laughs) would Nintendo be dishing out a ROM? from Like, why would that need to be in a Nintendo, like, official copy of Super Mario Bros., right? Like, why would that ever be there? Yeah, yeah. um, So Nintendo are selling pirated software?
0: (laughs) So Nintendo, uh, essentially, the, the funny thing is, they spoke to the creator of Inez the first NES emulator. Um, this is Eurogamer who done this. Yeah, yeah, it was, I read it on Eurogamer. Yeah, they... It's funny because GDQ... Uh, GDC Same. was like a year ago, like March last year. So it's taken a while for them to do all this investigating. Anyway, must be saving it for a slow news day, I guess. Anyway, they spoke to the creator of iNES and he said like the only way... Um, basically, they found... The, the NES ROM in the, from the Wii matched perfectly with the NES ROM that they found online.
1: Yeah, there was even like some minor like visual differences between like the legit one and the one that you can find online. And it turns out this one is the one you find online rather than a legitimate one from a cartridge.
0: Yeah, exactly. So he said the only way you can get that perfect matchup is if it was the same file. Like even different cartridges ripped at different times would give slightly different variations within the code. It's not like a perfect uh, transformation. So that was very strange that they've built or that they're shipping these files. But I guess it makes sense because the, the emulation scene is so mature, especially for the NES at the moment, for a console of that age that they've created these standards that work and have been known to work and they have been tried and tested for the past 20, 30 years. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense to use that format, but it's, yeah,
1: it's very odd. I read that uh, the most likely scenario is that Nintendo sort of shopped out the um, development of like the sort of emulation side of the Wii Store, or the virtual console, I guess. And the I think it was the guy behind Inez was saying the most likely scenario is that whoever they shopped it out to is asking Nintendo for the original file so they can like get this stuff sorted. Nintendo being as big as it is just, you know, being kind of shit at such a small request like that. So the guy just goes, and gets it offline, like, or <laughs> online whatever. Um
0: Yeah, that's very plausible.
1: Seems, like, yeah, plausible.
0: If someone's done all the work, why not just use it? I mean, who you've I don't really mind them doing this to be fair like as long as they've tested the game make sure it's perfect or whatever and pretty much the same experience what you get on the cartridge uh, it's no bother to me
1: I kind of mind them selling NES games at all really <laughs> like, <laughs> these games are ancient why aren't they just like they can't be making that much from them like, who's... you just in my library <laughs> well I guess I was about to say who's still buying Super Mario Brothers, but I guess that's you
0: yeah, it's, I bought Link to the Past, Super Metroid and Mario World. Well, that's three incredible games. On the Wii U. Oh, wow. Well. And then I bought them all through again on the 3DS.
1: Is that, <laughs> I was about to ask if that's going to translate to the Nintendo Switch, but I doubt it. i oh, am probably, not. I'm gonna, probably gonna have to buy them all again. Wow. Well, um, I've got them
0: all downloaded. I've got this really great application on my Mac called OpenEMU. Okay. It's basically Open Emulator. Um it's basically like iTunes. No, I don't mean iTunes in a bad way. iTunes in a good way for mm. for games, where basically you drag and drop any ROM file in, and it will sort it by console. Oh, nice! So on the left hand pane, I've got every single console listed from these really old Atari, whatever's Commodores, all the way forward to Nintendo sixty four, PlayStation. All oh, right saturn so that's that's the most recent that goes up to Oh,
1: saturn i forgot about that
0: yeah and i've just got a shit ton of roms i've got like 20 or 30 gigs worth no probably a bit more than that because i did all these cd roms uh yeah I've i've got a crap ton of roms between every single console now and then but i hardly ever play it because i play like the the £5 version I bought for the Wii U and 3DS for whatever reason, I don't know.
1: Well, I got um, PS2 emulation set up a little while ago on my PC. Oh, yeah. Um, And that's pretty sweet. I just haven't... Like, I set it up specifically to play uh, Metal Gear Solid 3, Snake Eater, the best one. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I kind of started it, realised that I'm not as good as it as I used to be, and decided (laughs) to come back at a later date, and I haven't come back yet. But then I sort of thought, oh, what else on PS2 do I really want to play? And I can't think of anything. So I think that might be dead in the water.
0: There's quite a few PS2 games I never got to play because I never owned a PS2. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed that part of the PS3's lifespan, where it was just making HD remakes of all the good games from PS2. Well,
1: there weren't that many.
0: No, but I had fun with the two Metal Gear Solid games. Yep.
1: And, uh, oh, yeah, so two and three. you never played those no. And no. you somehow managed to not get spoiled
0: at all. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I remember I went through Milky Solids one, two, three, four, all in the space of like three months, I think. Mm. Just binged on them. It's brilliant. Yeah, great. And it was really hard of going through the first one, Milky Solid one <laughs> because, you know, that Tank game controls. hasn't it's not aged well based by current,
1: you know. Uh, it's an incredible game though it's really
0: Yeah, it really hooked me in And I was quite surprised, I was expecting to Just ditch it after all well, But I didn't um, So I had this like PS3 You know, the latest, greatest console On the market, and I was playing this PS1 Game for like 20 years ago Yeah <clears good> He <throat> was a visionary even back then He was God, God rest his soul So we got what, some- what would you do If we saw him in Tokyo?
1: Uh, probably like, you know, kowtow and kiss his feet and stuff. Be like, oh, Kojima, can I come live with you? Like, can you adopt me? <laughs> Please be my new dad. I'll get rid of Donnie Yen, pr- and you can be my new dad. <laughs> I'll,
0: I'll probably, uh, try and concho him. Concho? Concho,
1: oh, concho. Oh, You're going to stick your cancho, fingers up his can- bum on
0: kancho <laughs> <laughs> Cancho sounds a lot more nicer than... It's literal
1: way more translation than what's the literal? <laughs> what you just said. <laughs> Sit your fingers up his butt. Oh, right. I thought there was like an actual yeah. literal translation.
0: No, Pancho sounds a lot more
1: friendly and playful. Yeah, somehow this is like an acceptable prank. <laughs> it's just, just for visual aid, I guess. You kind of make uh, a two handed gun with <laughs> your pointer finger on both hands together. <laughs> you literally ram it up someone's <laughs> asshole. <That's laughs> I swear to God if you do that to me I'll just I'll kill you oh, The, should, wi- the no, wiki- <laughs>
0: I'm going to read the uh, Wikipedia <laughs> definition of Kancho please do Kancho is a Japanese pl- prank performed by clasping hands together in the shape of an imaginary gun and attempting to poke an unsuspecting victim's anus <laughs> often,
1: <laughs> often while exclaiming
0: Kancho yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I watched so a video fun. about it on YouTube of a Japanese guy dressed up like a samurai and he's like sneaking around the park <laughs> and then he finds someone to do it to and he sneaks up behind him and goes, Kachou! And just jabs his fingers in their bum. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, I'll probably do that to Kojima if I see it as a sign of respect.
1: I'm pretty sure he'd make like a really sort of deep introspective game about it. <laughs> like seven hour cutscenes.
0: <laughs> and I'll play every minute of it. Um talking of Ubisoft. What?
1: Um I mean I'm gonna call you out on that one. Because oh. normally normally I let these slide, but that one was a bit shit thing.
0: Oh, yeah, I know. Um What have they done now? No, they done this like ten years ago, but oh. I'm still sour. <laughs> So, um, do you remember a service called Direct to dri- Direct to Drive?
1: Direct to Drive is this kind of like the online thing, but
0: it, it's kind of like Steam. Ah. Uh, basically, you buy games online and download them direct to your drive. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, anyway, this is quite a funny little story that reminds me of this Nintendo thingy that came up. Um, they released a patch for Rainbow Six Vegas Two. Oh. And um that patch added in the um the requirement that a cd rom has to be put in in the machine for the game to run
1: even though this direct to drive thing was going on
0: even though it was a cd rom based game it was a it was a cd rom based game but
1: you could download it
0: yeah yeah it didn't take that into account that this wasn't the cd rom version shit so um and the it, they couldn't unpatch it, or they couldn't remove that requirement out easily enough, I guess. So what they ended up doing was release a second patch and that patch basically included the um, the no-CD crack <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> that Reloaded made, uh, Reloaded the uh, hacker group. No, I don't want to say hacker, like the, the cracking group. Oh, I don't know what you're talking they about. Reloaded, they uh, crack a lot of popular games and software back in the day. Anyway, they made a no-CD crack for the Retail version of the game. Um, So Ubisoft just distributed this shit. And then Ubisoft just downloaded their copyrighted material, I guess, because they are the ones who made it and they own it and distributed it as their own.
1: Oh, man, that's fantastic.
0: So, yeah, Ubisoft's... And just think, if if they hadn't made that, how much longer would it have been for them to actually get a proper fix out? Like, they've obviously seen this as a very short-term solution because they broke their... Most popular game at the moment, I'm guessing, was for a lot of
1: really people. Really cool game.
0: I like that. Yeah, game. it was. Um, it was. I think I played like the, the cracked CD version, if <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I mean, no, see, I used to use, um, I used to buy quite a lot of games anyway, but I always used to download the no CD patch for them because I didn't want to be arsed with flipping CDs in and out of my drives. Yeah. You know, I'd use the disc CDs to install them because I'd really shitty internet back then, like everyone did. Everyone did, yeah. And then um I downloaded the no C D patch because I don't wanna you know it's on my PC. Why do I need a CD just to say, oh you've got the disc.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Um I kind of wanna go back to Nintendo and talk about their their batshit insane pricing strategy for um for Nintendo Switch. Hmm. Have you seen these prices? I haven't. Okay. Uh have I guess I'll start with some software. Super Bomberman R, which to be clear is a Bomberman game, which, you know... A Super Bomberman game. Super, it's a Super Bomberman game. Sorry, Dean. Um, they want £50 pounds for this thing <laughs> on a disc. Um, the Cartridge. Cartridge, yeah, rather. The Joy-Con, right? The little the little controllers that clip on the side of the screen. 14- oh, just stop you there. Go on. Just stop you there. I just load up the Nintendo Switch
0: website and it played the click sound and it just made me smile. It was better than that. Yeah, it has a little reverb on it, doesn't it? Yeah. So the shoe is
1: forty. Sorry that. Well, uh... oh, the Joy-Con, uh, forty-nine ninety-nine each. Where <laughs> you can buy a pair for, I think, seventy-nine ninety-nine. But I've got the HD Rumble though. But who gives a fuck about the HD Rumble? That's. It's. You can guess how many balls are in your hands. Fifty cool. pounds for half a controller. Like, it's £50 for something, you know, the size of a a credit card, pretty much. Like, it's... Yeah. I just feel sorry for the poor kid who's going to
0: accidentally get, like, two of the left side by accident. Yeah,
1: that's going to happen. You know, it's going to... I don't know. Um, The uh, dock, by the way, which doesn't do much. It's a a graphics throughput, and it's kind of like a cable tidy, and that's about it. Uh, They want $90 for that thing.
0: Mm. Yeah, I looked at that. It's pretty much the same as what one of Apple's adapters do, where the adapter is basically a HDMI, a USB output, and a charging port. Yeah, all in one adapter, and that's like seventy dollars. So I
1: got one of those for my Galaxy Note Three, and it cost me twelve quid. <laughs> like, and it worked perfectly. This it's just like a plastic stand, right? But it cable tidies the stuff so that. Because this one isn't even multiple connections, it's just one. It's USB-C for the video, for everything. Like, You see, I was actually going to buy the dock until I saw what the price would be, because... You get the
0: dock with it, I think. Yeah, you get one with it, but uh, like I have it upstairs or I have it downstairs. Yeah, I have it like a
1: second one a different TV or something.
0: I would totally... Yeah, sometimes I take the Wii U down for the kids to play on, because they play games sometimes, but not often. Um, and it's a pain in the ass. Because I've got to carry a big box down and all the cables down. But if it was just if I could have one set up down and then, you know just put a, the tablet in either one, that'd be quite ideal. But
1: ninety, yeah, uh,
0: yeah. I'm gonna see what the prices are in Japan when we're out there, assuming they're in stock or whatnot, because they'll be a little bit cheaper, possibly.
1: Yeah, I mean, my my money's on them just not being in stock, um, but we'll see.
0: Yeah, I'll,
1: I won't be bothered because I can
0: get a good price for it in the UK as well if I need to.
1: Well, get you.
0: Oh, I know people. You know a guy? I know a guy.
1: <laughs> I know a guy. Um, That's kind of creepy and vague, but okay.
0: No, it's really not. Um, yeah, so I'm still looking forward to the Switch. And then these things, they're always very pricey at launch anyway. Prices will come down and be third-party guff you can buy to give your friends when they come round.
1: I, oh, the... um. Pro Pad, by the way, is like sixty dollars too. They're pricing that at more expensive than a um, than a PS4 controller or an Xbox controller. Ooh. That's kind of weird to me, but I um, yeah, I guess we'll, we'll see. This it will come down eventually, like you say. But it's, it's for the most part, like the dock. I get it. It's like an accessory. You are not... It's not necessarily needed. But for games like Bomberman, right, where you can play with four, six, eight people, and you want that extra controller, like imagine how much more expensive that's going to be to get an extra two or even four controllers, like to play with your buds.
0: The good thing is, I guess, is the controllers split into two. So you've instantly, I think it's the only console where you can play two player out of the box with another person on.
1: Most games. yeah yeah but what i mean is this is 50 dollars for a joy con not a pair like for one single oh yeah no I, in the right one. I heard you i heard you that's very overpriced but then
0: it's so new it's gonna be overpriced but i quite like the fact that i've got two kids and they can both play together without me having to buy any extra peripherals yeah. at launch yeah, which that. is which is quite nice um, I don't see the point in just buying one unless one is broken
1: yeah that's the thing are they anticipating them breaking
0: and the only way to charge them to my knowledge is, is to connected? actually have them connected to a dock so you can't actually charge three controllers at once unless you buy Two. that weird pad thing that charges them as well hmm I think. Does that
1: charge him, or am I just making that up? I don't know. I, like Personally, I'm probably not going to get one, right? Because there's only one game I care about that's even remotely near launch, and I sell that, and I'll, I'll just wait and play that later. Well, let's face it, your yeah, housemate's getting one, so you don't have to. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's not a bad idea, actually. Um, I just loaded up the website again, and it clicked. Oh, for God's sake, I need to do that now.
0: What's the website? It's- Nintendo... Uh, nintendo.com slash switch okay that's a beautiful sounding keyboard
1: you've got there do it do it do it do it. Do it. <gasps> it did it <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah so everyone go to nintendo.com slash switch and hear that really just turn your volumes up, put your headphones on and it will sound brilliant it's the best sound it's a really good sound. I hope it plays out when like you turn the console on, or you dock it, or you undock it, or like you know, yeah, even just it, when
1: you undocking it, pulling the controllers off, like switch. Whenever you
0: whenever you push a button, it will just play a noise, regardless of whatever
1: you're doing at the time. Walking past it in the middle of the night, like <laughs> 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 any given opportunity, needs to be. <laughs> <laughs> I love that sound so much. <sighs> What's up um... next? What's up next? That's, that's kind hey. of my topics worn out. <laughs> um, I've really
0: started getting into Super Mario Run.
1: Uh, I thought it was called Super Mario Go, but I've obviously got that was- wrong. I don't know.
0: Um, no, you might have it right. I've I, I no idea what it's called, but I play it. Okay. Uh, I've been getting into that. It's a really tight platforming game, and I've really started enjoying it. So you've been playing, playing it,
1: Super it? Ma- online? Yeah, oh, shit. You can't play it on the plane, right? I can't play it on the plane. Or in China. I
0: just <laughs> Or in China, because China block Mario.
1: They block everything.
0: Yeah, they, no, I'm just making it laugh. I, they probably don't. Oh, shit, I've just opened it and it says data download. And it's downloading some sort of data. And oh, This is like the worst
1: thing of mobile games. So, like, you have the plus side nintendo being progressive letting their first party ip out onto other platforms and then the sort of con or the negative side it has to be online for a mobile game
0: yeah i've got like 14 hours worth of plane flights to go on and i can't play mario it has to be even online
1: I've, that's so archaic it, like even i
0: spent like 10 pound on it and all i want to do like I don't mind if they lock off certain functionality or features or, like, you know, your high scores won't be saved while you're offline. Yeah, great. That's fine. I just want to play Mario and just enjoy it, you know, do some stuff or whatever. Mm. But I don't mind locking down some functionality, but the game is like literally does nothing offline. And uh, you just reminded me I was looking forward to playing it on the plane and I completely forgot.
1: Yeah, I, I like to ruin things for people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. I'm, I'm going to have to take my 3DS like a. Like a chump.
1: Do so, you know what I've been playing? Concho. No, um probably not gonna do that too much. It seems a bit sort of sexual sortie to me, to be honest. Uh no, I was playing Civ Six have on uh huh. on your Steam account.
0: Oh damn. <laughs> I was gonna say if you um Ah oh, if you actually owned it you could um
1: play against me, but you don't, so there. I was playing against my buddy Chris. Um, so okay. I woke up and he was like, "Let's play games." I was like, okay. What have you got? And I didn't really have much. But then I was like, "Oh, Dane's got Civ, and so have you. So let's play Civ." Um, how much of that have you actually played since you got it?
0: Hmm. I'll tell you what. I will open up Steam and tell you. This is going to. Be- I haven't actually. I have actually completed a game of it yet like reach the end of a game like you know the game over win-lose condition I don't, I'm not really sure what happens is there an end I'm assuming there's some sort of end there's
1: all kinds of different win-loss conditions
0: I've got to this one point in this game in the main game I'm playing on where um I'm getting a little bit cocky and I decided just to kill Brazil oh and take all of Brazil for my own. You might as well. He kept pissing me off because he built right next to me. <laughs> and then he was blocking all my, like, uh, expansion places. So I thought, okay, I'm going to conquer So now everyone thinks I'm a warmongerer.
1: Yeah, they will do. So the only way around that is to, to keep warmongering now. <laughs> you set your fate. Um, yes. You can, you can win by taking over everyone. You can win by, you know, having the best religion. You can win by, I think there's a tourism victory, maybe? Is there a tourism victory in Civ? Huh? Is there a tourism victory in Civ? Um I think it's culture. Oh yeah, there's a culture of victory as well. You can do that. There's all kinds of different ways to win and lose. More often than not, apparently I've
0: Apparently I've played for five hours and that's a yeah. barefaced lie. I've played for a lot more than that.
1: Well, sorry, what's that, Dean? <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> oh for fuck's sake. Um <laughs>
0: So professional.
1: Yeah, that's good, isn't
0: it? I'm dreading giving you the keys to this podcast for yourself for three weeks. I have no idea what you're gonna well, do.
1: I need you it. to give me some materials before that happens. I need the yeah' we'll see. and stuff. We'll see. Um <coughs> You've played
0: five hours. So apparently I've only played five hours, but I've played a lot more than that, so maybe it's not counting the um offline time that I've played it.
1: It won't. It'll if you Is that just only when play, I'm online? If you only play it offline, it will count that. If you only play it online, it will count that. It won't count the both at the same time.
0: Uh, okay. Yeah, so, I don't know. Maybe I put like 20 hours into it or something. I've done 8% of the achievements. Whatever that means.
1: It means you've done some chivos.
0: <laughs> something like that. Oh. Um, yeah, so what do you think of it? Because you were very... Sp- Skeptical about it. I wasn't
1: skeptical. I was saying that yeah, I wanted to wait until there's some patches and some expansions and stuff because like, Civ Five was good, but it wasn't really, really, really good until all the expansions and balance and stuff was done. Like, Gods and Kings and a Brave New World just made it like a whole new game, pretty much. Uh, Yeah, I quite like it. Some of the changes are nice. Some of the new stuff. it looks a lot nicer, which is a good thing, because it was kind of boring to look at before. Um, yeah, I having a fun time with it, you know? Not, I'm probably not going to keep playing it forever, because I've got other games to play. But um, it was a nice mm, distraction for a bit. Distraction from real life. Yeah, I mean, that's basically why I game. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So I was, I was going to um, end the show by talking about fake news.
1: Yeah, go on then. Because I um, I caught this a little bit on Twitter but I didn't actually look into it too much to see what was going on. So I'm intrigued now.
0: Yeah, there's this very, from what I gather, is a very right-wing website called Info... Infowars? Infowars? Wars. that sounds about right? Sounds right. Yeah, it sounds like a type of website or yeah info was anyway um my friend he dm'd the editor of info was <laughs> i think it was the editor or one of the journalists there yeah, i can't remember one of them just dm'd him just created a brand new account on twitter and sent him a message saying i'm an nbc employee i've got news that Buzzfeed and CNN are going to release this very harmful footage of Trump <laughs> two days before his inauguration.
1: <laughs> Fantastic. Um,
0: he didn't, didn't really have any expectations of what would happen. He just kind of done it. Um,
1: okay,
0: it's quite funny uh, listening to him talk about. It. So he didn't expect it to be
1: written up or published or. So, did they actually yeah, like take this and run with it? They didn't like check any sources and they made an article. Yeah, essentially. Shock horror. They. He sent two DMs.
0: They didn't, rec- they didn't ask for any ID, any verification, any fact checking, any other sources, and they run a complete article about it. And it kind of like went viral in. Uh, like, semi viral in these circumstances. It got shared like. Yeah so many times online like fifteen thousand times and it was fun looking at all the comments on facebook and reddit that generated from these articles being shared <laughs> and of course not just once it goes on our like infowars it goes on to all these different websites who copy and paste whatever they say and rehash it a little bit and yeah so it's been quite fun to read all the comments by all these pro-trump people just completely like go batshit crazy about it and then um, BuzzFeed done an interview with him, uh, my friend. He got in contact with, with them. Um, or they got in contact with him. And he, um, yeah, he done like, an interview with him. So I'll put that in the show notes. It's quite fun. Um, but it's quite scary as well where like, these websites don't do any sort of fact-checking, but they've got like such a wide reach of people they can yeah. talk to and yeah,
1: it's very strange for him to do a story. That's the kind of uh, journalism you expect from a website called Infowars, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> come on. <laughs> that's, that's terrible. Um, uh, I remember something like this. It was nowhere near on this scale. And it was a bit more gaming related, actually. um, <laughs> I remember... Uh, Surprise. Yeah, sorry. I try not to get involved in real life news. It's kind of boring. Um, um, I remember when, this was about half a year after Crisis 2 came out, so, you know, whenever that was, a few years back now, um, can't more like five years, fuck. But anyway, there was this, there was this article and, and, like, supporting video floating around for quite a while of, like, leaked opening sequence for Call of Duty shoot brown people 17 like whichever one it was at the time I can't remember it was a Call of Duty game but someone had just uploaded the beginning sequence of Crisis 2 um, <laughs> and the amount of like shit and comments that were coming back was like oh this looks awful what the fuck there's aliens <clears throat> and it was like actually this is a cry engine game and it looks 10 times better than the next Call of Duty you could ever hope to and it's a better game and shut your whole mouth like <laughs> But it's just like the, the people were willing to believe it just because someone said it, you know what I mean? It's the same with this guy. Like, You can just, I guess, send an email to one of these shitty, quote, news websites and be like, I work for the Trump campaign and and I've got proof that Trump likes to, you know, use anal beads with chilli on them. Like, they'd probably believe it and write an article about it in ten minutes.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's quite funny. My, I'm going to directly quote more. my friend said to BuzzFeed. Cool. At the bottom of the article he said, another scary thing is, it, it's, this is just me doing it and it took 20 minutes. <laughs> if, say, the Russians are setting things up to put out <laughs> disinformation, they clearly don't need a sophisticated process. They can just give that idiot a story and he will run with it. Oh, the Russians. The Russians. I know that's that's the scary. It's, it's like the Cold War again, like the Russians are the enemy of free speech and own the West and
1: all that kind of BS. It it would be so much worse now, though, because you have got all these wide-reaching but not very moral websites, right? That can, like... That can just get in touch with millions of people in essentially seconds with whatever information they've managed to, like, scrape up off the floor of wherever. Like, that is super worrying. (laughs) I was, I was thinking like, I could take advantage
0: of some of this. Like, I could change my name on Twitter, for example, and change my description, say I'm a reporter at CNN or I'm an intern at NBC or whatever, because I've got a verified account that kind of lends legitimacy to... Does that remain verified whatever. if you change your name? Not if you change your Twitter handle, but I can change my name at any time. Okay. So I can change my name from Dean Murphy to you know David Briggs or whatever. I don't know. Or um,
1: David Briggs.
0: Where's he from? I recognise that name.
1: I don't know, but that you sound like someone you'd have to rescue in Metal Gear Solid.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was, I was trying to think of um, the guy from Quantum
1: Leap. Well, I'm not even going to correct you because <laughs> 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 that's disgusting that you don't know that. No, not Richard. Isn't is it Richard? It's Not Richard.
0: Scott. No, no. He's like, I know it's Scott. But oh, I Sam Beckett. Sam Beckett. Sam Beckett. That's it. Yeah, I can change my Twitter name to Sam Beckett. I can change my bio, my little free line bio, to say, "Hey, I work at NBC," and I can just tweet some random far right crazies and tell them, uh, "Tell them Trump about. has launched a nuke to Pyongyang or warned Pyongyang is going to send a nuke and start World War III. Mm. That will be interesting.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah I, so I'm gonna. Yeah, I, I could see some fun happening with that. Is
0: it immoral to use my verified Twitter status, which I hold very highly, to start a war? Uh,
1: I I wouldn't say immoral. It's not any more immoral than you know ninety percent of what what is said on Twitter every day. <laughs> <laughs> can it? How? I I want to be verified, even though I don't do anything on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen. can not I just send them my driving license?
0: No, you need to be a, a celebrity of some kind. Well, fuck it. Someone someone very high up in social status. Well, um,
1: okay, I'm going to get famous for being famous like all the other famous people. So BuzzFeed
0: contacted Watson to ask why he published the content of the direct messages <laughs> without checking whether the information was real. His reply was, BuzzFeed is cancer. BuzzFeed is fake news. Sorry, wait, this is the guy from the place that... Infowars. Wow. Yeah, BuzzFeed asked Why did you publish this unverified information From some new Twitter account Who <laughs> claims to be NBC That apparently knows that CNN and BuzzFeed Have got this giant conspiracy to kill Trump <laughs> <laughs> Or, well, I've released a video That says him saying very bad words
1: He says bad words anyway, that's no news
0: <laughs> And his reply was BuzzFeed is cancer, BuzzFeed is fake news
1: Well, I guess I mean, what do you even say to that? How can you that? Uh, what? Yeah, it's like no attempt to
0: say, oh yeah, um, y- you know, you can't ad- admit you were wrong because you'd be stupid.
1: Oh man,
0: uh, how can you admit that you're wrong? It's like, yeah, I was wrong. Like no, one, he's not doing that,
1: and he should, but he's not. I mean, yeah, he should. He should sort of shut down his servers and drop the website completely. Hmm. Jesus
0: Christ I'm just wondering how many people actually believe well I guess no one can really believe
1: it because it um, didn't happen me and some friends of mine did a little experiment once kind of on this level sort of we were sitting around a friend's house because he was was super duper real we'd all gone around to see him and we decided to start one of those like celebrity um, uh, rumour things (laughs) <laughs> like but we're not really into that So <laughs> we went out on Facebook with Dave Benson Phillips has defected to ISIS <laughs> <And> <laughs> a good like nine or ten people come back like oh my god really so, well, no of course not they haven't got any guns over there <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, there's a lot of people who don't
1: know who Dave Benson Phillips is if you know who Ainsley Harriet is you know who Dave Benson Phillips is <laughs> they're the same person
0: I'm pretty sure Dave Benson Phillips had a FAQ on his website to say, are you Ainsley Harriet? No, I'm not Ainsley <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh Dave Benson Phillips uh, was a, uh, like a, a child's game show host. He's oh. one of the very few
0: BBC. Yeah. Children's TV presenters it's, who has it, not been,
1: yeah. Who isn't a pedophile. He's not a big old U tree mess. Um, Yeah, he had a show called Get Your Own Back, which was really cool. The kids would bring their teachers on and drop them in gunge. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's dream, right?
0: (laughs) I'm just looking at um, his website now, davebensonphillips.com, surprisingly enough. Oh, shit. He played... um, He played... um, He was in Jack and the Beanstalk in... (laughs) Uh, the Panto over the Christmas period Was it on at the orchard? In Northwich? Where the hell Northwich? Somewhere in Chesh- Cheshire Ooh. Some little theatre in Cheshire um, Someone from Coronation Street that I don't recognise Someone from TOWIE that I don't recognise Someone from what? TOWIE? What's TOWIE? The only, way, the only way is Essex Oh, cancer Yeah And children's TV legend Dave Benson Phillips. Dave Benson Phillips. He is a legend. <laughs> he's, got, he's got a centre role. It's quite funny.
1: If anyone deserves uh, to have like a post career fallback in pantomimes, it's Dave Benson Phillips and not like Joe Pasquale. Fuck Joe Pasquale. <laughs> he's famous for having a high-pitched voice. I, I've never understood that guy. Yeah, I don't get the appeal. It's
0: funny. Anyone from... Uh... America's listeners to us. Have no idea who these people are.
1: Do it, yeah. Do uh, I can't even spell Joe Pasquale because it's just a funny, stupid, dumb name. But if you, if you can Google it, you can. He's a, experience what he is. He's a man of a high pitched voice, and apparently this was enough to get him on like prime time Saturday night television in the nineties. <laughs> <clears throat> but obviously now he's not famous anymore, so he does pantomimes. I think that's pretty much it.
0: Look at the Dave Benson Phillips uh, website uh, sorry Wikipedia it's like a treasure trove No Wikipedia it's uh, I just like it's one random line In sorry in 2013 Phillips made a guest appearance in Sooty In Sooty Yeah That's
1: still on Apparently it was I thought that got condemned for being racist or something huh. Probably
0: everything does yeah,
1: eventually. It's
0: a shame. I but, um, that, like
1: seeing. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a weird sort of like flashback
0: section. Yeah. <laughs> Again, on Wikipedia, on Dave uh, Dave's Wikipedia, in two thousand nine, Benson Phillips was the victim of a death hoax perpetrated across the internet, which maintained that he died in a car crash. Wow there were also other false rumours that he was presenting on a soft core TV sex line
1: <laughs> I wouldn't have if I heard that I probably would have believed it because <laughs> where else is he <laughs> I know he's, he's, he's apart from doing the pantomime I, I've got no idea you can't still be living on that get your own back money <laughs> yeah the BBC doesn't pay that well no was it BBC yeah it was BBC wasn't it oh yeah to be fair, I'm glad that like if, if that was on right now, I would probably pay the licence fee just to support Get Your Own Back. I don't currently pay it, but I would to support Dave Benson Phillips and his vengeance devices. Oh, yeah. ISIS.
0: Oh, you don't pay the licence fee.
1: Well, no, because I don't have to.
0: No, you don't watch telly. No. I don't blame you. I wish I didn't have to pay the licence fee either.
1: Yeah, it's the worst, isn't it? TV tax.
0: Yeah, I don't really, I don't really watch. Yeah, I guess I watch it so I
1: don't mind it. Pays for David Attenborough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he doesn't like come that. out nearly enough though, does he? He's not worth the fee. Hmm. Hmm.
0: Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I get more value to money. For, value for money. The ratio is higher with Netflix than what it is with UK TV license. Yeah. I think.